When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Again, I'm Daniel. Who are you? It's your boy HHO. This is the Talking Tactics podcast. Welcome to our World Cup reviews. I'm, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked last time. Um, we had eight games, 16 teams. Eight of them are gone. What stood out to you most from those eight games? Just the thing that clicks in your mind. Um, I think things are, things are now cost-correcting. Apart from Morocco, it's all the teams that you expected to win one. Mm-hmm. You know, like Croatia winning, Brazil winning, Argentina winning. Um, who was the... France winning... England winning, like everything apart from more Morocco all pretty much went to plan. So I think what you're seeing now is, okay, everything is now sort of like, okay, the usual suspects are sort of um, making it through. But I, again, this, this goes back to what I said at, at, the, at the start, man, which is that the team that starts really well and does really good in the, the first game, they don't end up winning. It's the slow burn. Which is why I say, you know, just keep your eye on Portugal, you know, keep your eye on Portugal. Because they'll be like, well, they struggled against Ghana, um, Uruguay, it was also a bit of a, of a close-ish game, put up a second team, but then they then lost to South Korea. Okay, well, that's Portugal. Then you see what they now did to Switzerland, you know. Argentina, well, you lost to Saudi Arabia, they've been struggling, but they're getting there. So, World Cup is just about, it's just about getting it done, getting it done. But I think... Right now is where, you see, for me, the World Cup starts twice. The first time it starts is second round. All right. All the guys that are made it through the groups is true. But the World Cup really starts in the quarters. Mm. Because now you're now playing teams who've now won a, a, a knockout game. So this is when it's like, okay, these games now become closer. And this now, right right now, top tier. So this is when the World Cup really, truly starts in the kind of elite sense of the word. Because everybody has now beaten a knockout team. Because really, knockouts is where... It's high jeopardy. You've um, sort of cut away the fat of those in the groups. And now it's because much more difficult. So, and, and this is how it's supposed to be like, because the World Cup is so big time and there's so much at stake, the closer you are, the more careful you are. So you can't have the 
non-count games be like the group games? You can't. So they're not going to be open. They're not going to be entertaining. They're not going to be high scoring. It's going to be guys that are about, all right, we can't make any mistakes here. Because one mistake, we're out. Because, yeah, Argentina made a mistake in that Saudi Arabia game, but they had a second chance. Germany made, I can maybe two mistakes, but they could have still gone through, you know. So, but here, nah, nah, you can't make any mistakes, you know. Mm. And, and I think, but I think, the, the, but the main thing, though, is I think Spain, which is that if ever there was a time to change your philosophy, it's now. So you have to realize what your golden generation is, man. So you have this group of players. Because remember, I remember Spain in 98, Spain in 02. They didn't play like, there was no tiki-taka. It was just standard, direct, flowing for football. But Pep came in, Barca came in, and you had this group of players, Iniesta, Javi, and so forth. And that whole tiki-taka thing works very well because you had... I would argue three generational players of the positions in Villa, Iniesta, and Xavi. The issue Spain have is you don't have those kinds of players that you had before. So you forgot the we, goalkeeper. We, remember, we and you 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 spoke to to, to to the guy who said David Villa is the key miss. Mm. If David Villa was in Spain's team, they can win the World Cup, but they don't have David Villa. So my thing is that when you realize that you don't have those same players, you can't have. 85% possession, 900 passes, and a one shot on target in two hours. That's crazy. <laughs> like, that stance should say to you that, yeah, this passing thing doesn't make any sense because Morocco are like, oh, keep passing the ball. Fine. But you, you have to get the ball inside of the, the, the net, which is why I say the most irrelevant stat is possession. Look at shots at goal, shots on target, corners. Possession doesn't mean anything because it's not how long you have the ball, it's what you do when the ball is, is with you. <laughs> so Spain had to realize that, no, this possession thing worked between 08 to 2012. Right now is, okay, who do we have right now? Let's just go back just to playing football right now. Because this passing thing doesn't work with this generation of players. So I'm trying to look up the possession stats for Spain against Japan. And it was 17%. Japan had 17% of the Lowest ball. ever by a team to win Low, a game, I think. Exactly. Lowest ever by a team to win a game at a World Cup. They won 2-1. It's irrelevant. Um, it's it's not irrelevant. It's it's relevant in, in the sense that what do you do with the ball? If you have it that long, what are you doing with it? And Spain, and this has been almost historical, they defend with possession. People conflate pragmatism as just parking the bus. If I say how Jose Mourinho plays football, that might paint the picture a bit better. Um, it, at least how people perceive it. But the, the, the perception is if you're pragmatic, you don't have the ball, you're in two banks of four or four, five, one, and we're, we're going to let them have the ball and we're just going to defend space and shuffle and make it hard for them to break the line. That's pragmatic. I've always thought that what Spain do is pragmatism, but of a different kind. It's if we have the ball, the ball can't hurt us. So as long, if we can keep it for 100% of the clock, if they don't get a touch, which is unrealistic, but this is the, the, the theoretical basis of it. If we keep the ball for 90 minutes, they can't score. And we conceivably can score. But football is a game of transitions. When once you lose the ball, what? how are you defending that loss of possession? Well, Spain have been really good 
at recovering the ball within, you know, under 10 seconds, let's say. Barcelona, probably with Pep, are probably the best team at doing this, like from 2008 to 2012-ish, whatever that period was, where as soon as they lost the ball, Xavi, Iniesta, they would just pounce on the ball, get it back, and then they go back into their passing again. It looks offensive, but really it's pragmatic, but just a different form of pragmatism. And then it goes to your number nine point. If you have the ball, what are you doing with it? So we can pass it around. We can pass it around. Cool. But who's making the, the right runs at the right time in the right areas? As soon as they brought Morata on, I saw him make this run. He like went behind the first center back to him and then darted in front of the second center back. And he was like, come on, give me the pass because he, he knew he was onside for once. The ball didn't come because I think it would have been Alba. I think he just passed it back to the other side. Like he, I don't even know if he saw the run, but it's just Spain's, I don't know, philosophy or style. So I, I, I definitely hear you on the point that they probably need to change their philosophy. But it's the beauty of the World Cup, essentially, is that you get to see that's what Spanish football is and has become over a period of, of years. Mm-hmm. You can go back to what the Cruyff influence or, or whatever it is, but... Like that's what Spanish football is. I don't I don't want them to change it. If you were in the generation where you had the Torres, the Villa, the Raul, if you had those guys, okay. But if you don't, that doesn't mean you have to change your philosophy completely. But just find a better way. Like it's the disrespect of the number nine, but I will let you go. Spain didn't play this way before 08. Mm. You know, I think that's, it's almost like guilty of your own success, you know. Um, because, and, and see, here's the thing. That's why I don't like to decide. People just look at Spain. Morocco have not considered a goal from an opposing player yet on in goal. this World Cup. Yeah, yeah, it was a long goal. So an opposing player has not scored against Morocco. They're a very good def- defensive team. So even more so for Spain, you you have this very aggressive possession style against arguably the best defensive side in the World Cup. You know, and my thing though is again... It goes to the same mistake again, like, it makes sense in theory, but in practice it doesn't. I'm going to bring on a player to score a penalty. Yeah, but you probably need the player's legs to warm up. Because if you have to, first of all, there's already pressure to score a penalty. There's added pressure that you you were brought on just to score the penalty. (laughs) Just don't do it, you know? So, and also as well. This is your third consecutive penalty loss that Spain have had. So they've lost three penalties and they lost a penalty shootout in 96 to England and they lost a shootout in 02 to South Korea. So my thing is, you are just bad at this. So my thing is, at least put yourself in the best possible position to succeed. But but my thing though, again, as a shout out to my brother who said this, Penalties is punishments for, do you have two hours? Two hours to score more than the opposition. For Spain, you only have yourself to blame. In two hours, you had one shot on target. Nah. Oof. Sorry. And the, the, the thing about bringing on a player to hit a penalty is, okay, if he's coming off the bench, that means he hasn't played. That's a fact. So that means I'm bringing on somebody 118, 19, 20, how, however the math goes. A guy has been sitting in real time from the last time he kicked the football was probably in the warm-up before the game started. So in real time, it's three hours before he's touched the ball. Now, I'm sure in some instances you bring on a penalty specialist 
and they could hit one in their sleep and it's fine. It's like if Italy had Balotelli and they brought him on, he hadn't touched the ball in a month, I'd still kind of back him to make the penalty. Sarabia? Is he known to be? Is That's... <laughs> That's who it but, was, right? But, it was Sarabi that they what, brought on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I think what it did is though, he is, was a penalty guy. It's because I think he took off Nico Williams for Sarabia. I think because mm. he took off Nico Williams because it's like he's too young, and that was a mistake that Southgate made at the Euros. Because he's like, you know what? I can't put a penalty on this kid. So mm. who do I have? Okay, I think this guy should be able to shoot. And who knows? Remember training. We don't know what's happening in training. So maybe in training, okay, this guy's pretty good, but. Training is in the game. Wait, someone, um, Julian Lolorant, ESPN FC. Oh, wow. Apparently, Enrique only gave three names for the takers because basically he was in the stadium. So he gave three names. He then starts back down by himself, and then Busquets then decided on the rest of the other names to take penalties. Enrique is, I mean, that's a bit strange, man. I mean, there's a reason he was sacked, maybe, but. And I, I, I kind of want to transition elsewhere, but yeah. your point about Spain transitioning, that's not happening because they took, is it De La Fuentes? Mm. They took him from the under 21s. So it's continuity. So he's continuing probably the same thing. Obviously, he might have his own ideas about how Spain is going to play, but bruh. I <laughs> I didn't trust Spain from the moment I saw Lu, Luis Enrique on Twitch, I I already had questions about their defense, their goalkeeper, and their number nine. And I was like, you know what? Maybe if Gavi and Pedri and they, if, if if those two young players can develop in front of our eyes in a way that they that they would have to on this stage, in this moment, okay, maybe maybe that could happen. Maybe you get you know the last legs of Busquets or whatever it is, and maybe you know the the Busquets, the Alibos, maybe those guys can give you something. Even Aspilicueta was playing in this World Cup, which I thought was a bit strange. But but then you see, like, their manager was just like, nah, the players are kind of dictating whatever this is. And he went on Twitch to justify it. I'm like, why is this dude on, like, a Twitch streamer? It's like, I don't trust this Spain team at all. We had, you know, people come on and say Spain could do well. Even our guy Carl was like, they're making it to the semis. I was like, ah. Then, then they beat Costa Rica, 7-0, right? Seven mm. different goal scorers. People are like, where are the goals going to come from? Well, seven different people scored. It's like, first is Costa Rica. It's the first game of the World Cup. Let's just wait and see. And they didn't win a game after that. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, all right. Where do you want to go to next? Um, or, is it, or is it on me? No, 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 no. Okay, do we do you owe Richarlison an apology? That's kind of where I was. Gonna, I was going to go to the Brazil game. I was going to go to the Brazil. Game. <laughs> no, but because I'm, I'm only giving me, I'm only giving him a half apology, so I can't give him full. I, I, I can't do it. The same things that they blame him for in the Premier League, this kind of his bag of tricks, as they call it, that got Brazil a goal. Mm. Which is what I've always said, like these Roy Keane, Graham Sooners types of just like, just curmudgeonly Scrooge-like. Scrooge. Just annoying. Like, 
go outside and get some sunlight, but then I think it's England, there is no sun, so I kind well, of... Well, well, well Ireland, it, technically, but, but still, same same thing, you what, know. What did I call it? England. Oh, well, well, he lives uh, he lives in England, but he's Irish, so. True, true. No, no, but the, look, same thing. It's, it's, it's the same. The it's British the same Isles. Way. Yeah, the, the Isles, the Isles. Yes, yes, yes. It's just like, I kind of get it, because it's, it's it, it seems like a quite dreary place. Hold up. They were dancing with the coach and they were angry at that? No, no, I'm just in case any Irish person is listening, it is Ireland, so which is not part of the British Isles, so Ireland isn't part of the United Kingdom. No. But it is Ireland is a British Isle. Huh? I know the geography teacher was racist, bro, but just trust me. No, no, no. (laughs) No, 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 but an, an Irish person will punch you in the face if you say Ireland is on the if British. If you Google, Google it doesn't, no. British, po- Google no, no, the Daniel, British I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I understand. You, no, 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 no. You may be technically right. Understand? If an Irish person says that I, the Republic of Ireland is under the British, just just say British, they'll punch you in the face. <laughs> the, the, moment you, the moment you just say Br-, they're like, no, stop it, no, stop it. <laughs> I so. get it. I get it. Like the, they they aren't British, but the British Isles constitute the Isle of Man. Ireland, I guess Does, northern. I guess Northern Ireland is attached. No, no, to no, don't, 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 do, I don't know, do it. I know, I know. Don't do it. Don't I'm do saying, it. Especially when you know what <laughs> the British did to the Irish. Don't, don't do that. Oh no, don't no, no. It. Like that. I'm sensitive to that, but yeah. I am correct. No blacks, ge- no dogs, no Irish. Is that fucked up that they were on the bottom? Like God damn, <laughs> of dogs and black people. Yeah, look, look, that's all. What? That is some. That's some. Well, well, who knows? You'd be clearly it's a difference with maybe like the the worst. Go with the worst first, the- and then build on it. So, so <laughs> definitely no blacks. Let, let, let's just get out of them. No blacks, no dogs. Okay, Irish now, also no Irish as well. So, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Yeah. Kind of deal. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway. That sphere of the world, that region of the world, it just seems quite dreary. No, so, no, no, because my thing here is this have is some that. fun in your life. Like, what, 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 okay, what, what is the World Cup about? Fun and it, it's effective. No, 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 but what is the World Cup about? The World Cup is about people's cultural interpretation of football. That's the beauty mm-hmm. of the, the World Cup. It is how people, because as you just said, Spain culturally view football in that sense. It is what, what, what it is. So for Brazil, the way they, they deploy football is mixed into their dance and samba and so forth. It's all part and parcel. Mm-hmm. So that's dancing and everything blends into how they interpret and view football. So greater test lie ahead. And if there's a team that should win this World Cup in terms of what would be the best footballing winner, it's Brazil winning the World Cup playing this way. Mm. You know, because that clown Dunga tried to do some conservative crap in 2010 without Ronaldinho, and we saw what how, how happened to that moron. So, because everyone has said that football is not about systems, it's You're about still salty. teams. You're still salty, about oh, bro. It was my first video on the football hot. <laughs> my, my my first video was him not picking Ronaldinho. So I'll always be be, be salty, and if I see, see Dunga, I'm, I'm punching him in the face. Um, and Dunga would have balled in that 2010 World Cup. But Brazil winning this World Cup, playing this way. That's for me is the that is that would be the best thing for football, because it would just remind guys that hey, now like, there's a reason why Brazil are Brazil. Like again, I don't know whether what Pele's condition is and so forth, but when people just talk about you know Pele, he's like in a um, very very critical condition. People just started to have thoughts about what Pele is, what he did, and and so forth, and how important Pele was. And remember, most people know of Brazil because of football. And Pele. 
So Brazil is known to the world because of football. There's, oh yeah, sex women, oh, the beach, oh, capoeira. But really, it's began with football and 1950. So that's how they were exported. So my thing is, <laughs> and also, do you know that everyone is at that World Cup? Kaka, Kafu, Ronaldo, Roberto. I, I, I was watching Roberto Carlos' live like yesterday. They're all there. <laughs> so I'm saying, wait, are you all here because... You, th- you know something that we, we, we don't know or is, am I missing something? Some like there is there is great expectation mm. on Brazil. And I think that even before the World Cup started, I think I was the only guy who said, no, nah, Brazil are, are, are not winning it. And I still don't think they'll win it. But everyone just feels that, oh, no, no, this is this is Brazil's time. Especially if Neymar is fit, this is their, their, their time. But... Something, there's just something about this World Cup, Daniel. There's something about this World Cup, and I can't put my finger on it. But I've just had this very weird feeling that it's going to be someone we don't expect. Because it's in Qatar, what the World Cup has been, the shocks we've already had. And there's just this feeling that everyone is like, oh my gosh, France, oh Brazil, Argentina, Portugal. I'm like, okay, but are we missing? Is there something that we're missing? That we have our eyeballs on all of the these usual contenders and so forth because of the narrative, but are we missing something? Because what tends to happen is that we have we're so focused on this team and this thing and these guys that wait, 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 where did he come from? Oh, 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 wow, oh snap! And I just think that there is another twist in the tale, and I don't know what it will be. I think there's another twist in the tale. If if I'm looking for a twist, if I'm trying to make a twist happen. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Oh, wait, sorry, 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 last thing, and I, I don't mean to be rude, and I'm please, I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> one of them, cool, one of them. I didn't wait four years for a Morocco Netherlands World Cup final. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And one of them is cool. If one of them is there, great. I didn't wait four years for for Morocco versus now, Netherlands. This, but there you this, go. this is this this is my twist. If I'm gonna make it, it would be the Netherlands to win like, it. If, yeah, like if I'm looking at the teams and the component pieces that could win three more games, and then the manager and the vibe and just how, how just how nah. things are looking in the camp. A- again, I'm trying to force a twist here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Netherlands could be that twist because of I I trust Van Van Gaal out of all the rest of the managers. No, no, but but, but wait, 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 do you know what what another weird twist is? What if Portugal win it? With Cristiano being a bench player, that's plausible. So, so, Quite, so, 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 so that is wait, wait a minute. So wait, but that was okay. But Cristiano, he's there. But wait a minute. But so he's on the bench. So they so they do it without him, but sort of with him, but not really with him. That's how so, they got the Euro win. Like he got injured, and he was yeah, basically I mean, a coach. Yeah. yeah. Although, although that one, he was more useful throughout the course of the tournament. But like that final, they basically but, did it without him. But do you know what the 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 team I'm sure won't won't win it as in for sure is France because Why? it doesn't make sense. Mbappe winning another World Cup it doesn't it make sense. It makes sense. It just doesn't make football sense. Do you get what I mean? Like yeah no, if, no yeah 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 yeah. If you took this tournament, it doesn't make football if, sense. It doesn't make football sense. Yeah, it doesn't make football sense. If we took this tournament just purely in a vacuum and mm. we looked at the eight teams that are left. The players that are playing best, their pedigree, the country, the coach, etc. France actually make logical sense, mm. and the run that they would have to get to 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 do it, England, probably Portugal, and then whichever team comes on the other side. Mm. 
But then the football logic of it is, so they're going to go back-to-back. Mbappe is going to do two in four years. Before 24? Come on, man. No. You've lost Kante. You've lost Pogba. You've lost... Lucas Hernandez. Hernandez. I'm, I'm, I'm even thinking, like, if you think back to that campaign, they had Mendy, they had Umtiti, they had Kimpem. Like, there's many pieces that are missing. Like, the football logic of it, and we know, probably, that Deschamps is leaving, Zidane is coming. So, so Zidane's going to have the pep thing, where he goes to a team that, like, in, in this instance, like, won a treble, essentially, like, mm-hmm. how... Pep went to Bayern. He was supposed to win them the Champions League. That Heinkes wins a, a a treble, and like whatever Pep does, it 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 can't even stack up. Oh, they lost Benzema, of course. Like all of the things are just like it doesn't make football sense, but it does make sense. So I don't know. France are like they could easily just lose to England in a couple of days, and and it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, well, but, no, uh, like, like but they could win it, France and it wouldn't shock me either. Yeah, like England would have beaten France wouldn't be a shock. Actually, no no team would shock me except for Morocco. Oh. No. Croatia, Co- no, no, Croatia beating Brazil would be a little bit of a shock. Not that big, but a little bit of a shock because... Croatia, Croatia are finalists. They have... No Mandzukic, no Rakitic. Huge, huge, huge players. There are more Ballon d'Or winners on on the on the Croatian oh, side okay, of the pitch here, than, than, than on the Brazilian side of the pitch. I'm just no, 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 no. Look, the, the biggest shock would be Morocco, followed by Croatia. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If England beats France, mm-hmm. it would be their biggest win since probably 1966. 1966? No, well, 1966, they beat the, the Netherlands. So you may argue that, but then home, home nation tax. But oh, I'm thinking World Cups. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, World Cups. Oh, yeah, 666, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I, I don't have a great grasp on Italian 90. So maybe they did something to get to that semi-final that I just yeah, don't no, 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 have no, a good really. recollection no, they, they, of. They, they, really, they didn't really beat a big team. I mean, Cameroon like the, almost beat them. Because their run, run to the semis last time was kind of, eh. yeah. was it Sweden Colombia. and Colombia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you meet Croatia. Yeah. Bro, Cro- Croatia need to chill out with these long-ass games, man. Like... Win a game in ninety minutes, guys. But they, but, but the experience because here's here's the th- here's the, the thing though. Oh no! If if if, if, if Brazil Croatia goes to penalties, man, I'm, I'm picking Croatia. 
No, 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 no. I'm taking Allison. <laughs> Allison is nuts. So, but no, I, I wanted to ask you because I know you have like your boys, Japanese, one of your best friends. I was mm. going to ask, like, did you get a report back from what the vibe was like in Japan? Because that was a hard way to go, especially how the penalties went. Oh, no, no. It, just, it, it oh, wasn't good. Oh, I spoke to him and his wife and they were like, those penalties were it, it is grace. <laughs> this is the penalties were it, it is grace. Yeah, it was... No, both but we know, both we know. penalty shootouts were bad, like for Japan and Spain. There was just some and, of the and, worst and think, penalties, yeah, but it's that pressure of someone has been up. saying these penalties have been particularly bad. And what I think these guys are doing is they're going, they're trying to, they're hoping the keeper dives the wrong way instead of power Smashing. accuracy. The 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 best two penalties I've seen so far, at least from from my perspective, and it's something we've talked about on the podcast. Ziyech and Brozovic down the middle with height. Yeah. Because the goalkeeper is going to dive because he's not going to stand still. That looks that looks silly. So if you go down the middle with height, you remove his legs from getting it, but down the middle, it's it's perfect. Oh no, no, for me, for me, if you're nervous, go down yeah. the middle. Height, power, great go penalties the from them. Like I don't nobody's tried to go for like the upper ninety. They're all just kind of roll it in like they're Bruno or Jorginho. It's, I think, it's, just, it's, weird. it's just nerves, man. I think it's just and also like it is risky to try and go, go go for heights in the in the in the corners. That's why it's always really risky. Like my best advice is middle or pick a side, try and get power and accuracy into the corner po- po- pockets and just, <laughs> I just say because again. There is no coaching you can do for nerves. Like you can score a billion penalties in training. Two hours, it's a walk-up second round quarterfinal. Your legs feel heavy, nerves, pressure. You can't cater for that in training. You can't. And Enrique said he made them practice a thousand penalties. Or 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 was it before you show up to training for Spain? I, I need you to take a thousand penalties. Mm. You can't train for this. I, I remember no. there, there was a, there was a story. That Mourinho told it's not it's like just the history of the game, but the 2012 Champions League semifinal between Bayern and Real Madrid. Mourinho was like, I put Sergio Ramos, Kaká, and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> like Kaká, Ramos, Ronaldo. Those are three of my takers. Yeah. We're definitely going through. We, Cristiano, it was saved. Kaká was saved. I think Ramos is still in orbit. So, like, you can't, like, those are three of the better penalty takers of the last 25 years. There is no benefit or legislation for a penalty shootout. And then Schweinsteiger makes the penalty to send Bayern to the Champions League final. What does he do in the, oh, yeah, in the yeah, actual yeah, final? Misses. He misses and drops. Like, so, it's just, it's... Oh, no, but, but, but see, see this thing. Is. If you're the superior team, do everything you can penalties. to win it in reg- regulation. Because for the inferior team... House let's 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 say let's go with house money. It's it's a gamble because mm-hmm. come a penalty shootouts, it's anybody's. It's anybody's and it sort of favors the you see the inferior team I think has a punch's chance of going through because the superior team are like, how did the hell did we get here? So in that mind it's like, oh my god, we shouldn't even be here. Yeah. And now it's about doing the penalty was like how do we get it for the first time like, oh my gosh wow we, we have got a chance here to win this. we got here so we, let's have, go. we got it so we can win this so <laughs> yeah. so if you're the superior team do everything you can to win the game in regulation because the worst thing is losing on penalties it's like because you're like it's 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 such a, a lottery so but you it's know like you, you, you have two hours man 
two hours. Two, that's a, again, it's a long time. Um, somebody made a really good point, though, about Hakimi, which was <laughs> even if he messed up the Penenka. Oh, yeah. There are Chances are they either missed the next one or you know, like, my the, the, the fifth taker has my back so he can make it. So, bro, I was really happy when Mara- when everything was unfolding. I was, like, jumping up and down. I was like, let's go, let's go. Um, but, you know, there's <laughs> there's a larger conversation that we can't get into. Oh, oh, oh that, <laughs> that I would cool. love to get into. But I, I, I don't want to get into that right now. So, no. just, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, about. No, so, I know, I know. All right. Um, so, we got eight teams. We're down to eight. I feel like this is what we wanted. Like these teams, may, may, maybe you would have wanted, I don't know, maybe Spain no, no, look, 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 look. or Germany Let's, or what. Mm. But these eight teams, it's 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 good, it's fine. And 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 the balance of the bracket, everything is. But wait, wait, is, wait, wait. Is let me ask you this though. Let yeah. me ask you this though. Honestly speaking, no BS. Honestly, honest, honest to cause, honest. I'm speaking like I got you. totally real. Do we get a Brazil Argentina semi final? It's it's a yes or a no. Yes. No. Who fucks up? Netherlands. Probably oh. find it, probably beats Argentina. Because now here's a, no, 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 let me. So Croatia have a very good chance of beating Brazil. They do, but I just feel no Manzukic, no Rakitic. Brazil just have too much quality. There's just too much mm. quality there. I didn't have him been playing well. And the thing with Netherlands is, again. As I was speaking to, 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 to people like on the live show, Van Hal is, is a superior tactician to Scaloni. Scaloni quality, but we're talking about Louis Van Hal here. And Netherlands tactic throughout, which because basically um against America, like apparently on Dutch TV, Van Basten was like saying, I mean, what is this trash? Like, this is not total football. What was this crap? But Van Hal's like, look, this is what it's, 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 it's what, what we have. We'll give it the ball, and we're just gonna be effective. And I just see a frustrating game for Argentina and Netherlands either just finding a way or maybe they beat them on penalties. Because I think Brazil Argentina it's too good to be true. I mean Messi, Neymar, a semi-final, it's too good to be true. And whenever it's too good to be true, something just messes up. Like Can I be real with <laughs> you? trust me. If there's anybody that wants a Brazil Argentina semi-final with a with a three-course meal, it's it's me. <laughs> I just feel like if because we're so desperate for it, uh, someone messes up. Look, look, I would I would love Morocco to get to get to the semifinal so we could have, you know, the African team in the semis. But outside of that possibility, the idea of France and or England against Portugal and Brazil against Argentina in Ooh, both semifinals. God damn. I mean, does it get? It doesn't get better than that because you have South American heavyweights, both of them on one side, and then France, England, Portugal on the like. It's and let's let's say Morocco win, and you get Morocco against France, like the cultural dynamics of that, or even England against Morocco, like it's like the worst out of those. But the idea of it is just like yo, England can actually go to a final, or Morocco can make it. Like the the. All of the permutations are fantastic. So, except maybe the Netherlands Morocco final. I don't know about that one. But hey, like people wanted dark horses. So, this is what you get with relax, the dark horses. Relax, horse. relax, relax. Just relax. So, 
You can blame Belgium. Blame Belgium. Speaking of Belgium, lastly, Eden Hazard has retired. Oh. Um, it's just it's it's just sad, man. Like, yeah, to- you know what? You know what? Has, I think basically, we just did the live show. And I think people oh, raised a very good good point. So, f- f- at this level, whatever your potential want to be, let's just go for it. 70% mental, 30% physical. Mm. The mental side is way more important than the physical side. We all know you can control the ball, you can dribble, you can pass. That's why you're even here to begin with. Now, what makes you succeed and be the very best is your personality, your mental capability, and your psychological make makeup. Hazard never really cared about football. Yeah, he enjoyed it and everything. He never really took it seriously. And you can just look at his body language. He's extremely laissez-faire. And this is coming from a laissez-faire guy as well in me. <laughs> you know, so so I know my fellow laissez-faire bro- brothers. So Hazard was just a guy with a lot of talent and, and ability. And when you go through difficult sports at a club or something, what gets you through is your personality. And your mentality. There are going to be times when you, you, things are not going well. You have a bad game. Things are not popping off. And what you do is, okay, you 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 train harder. You apply harder. But it's your personality and your application. But, okay, no, I'm going to get this right and so forth. And I think just for Hazard, for a guy to come out and be like, yeah, man, I just don't feel like I'm... I, I, I don't know what's, what's, what's wrong anymore. Like, he's pretty much given give, up. So... I, unless you can tell me one better, look at tell me one better, go to Wikipedia anything, tell me one better, it's probably the greatest fall of a player from what he was to what he ended up being. So not like unrealized talents like Balotelli or Robinho. I'm like, of what you were and how good you were and how useless and how bad you are is the greatest fall I've ever seen of a player, personally. Oh, man. That's putting me on the spot. Um... Okay, I got one for you. Chelsea centric again, Fernando Torres. What happened to him? No, like li- like the 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 Liverpool to Chelsea switch killed him. But my thing with Torres is, Torres was Torres at his best. Was Hazard was at his best. Hazard at his best. As we're comparing him to Neymar mm. and Messi, they were comparing him to Neymar and Messi, Fair, and okay. it's and, and it's gone from there to where. His Torres still had a, some few. There, there oh, are still stop. a few good kids. <laughs> Compare. No, okay, okay. Let's be real. Compare Torres at Chelsea to Hazard at Real Madrid. I can I can give you three games, three good games for Torres at Chelsea. I can name them. You, I, name I, I them. can't give you twenty minutes. That game he missed the the open goal. I'm, that was a good I'm, game. I'm, I'm that's game. I'm, I'm joking. I'm yeah, joking. Yeah, yeah, I don't true. need you to name the game. No, no, no. But my thing is, that's, do you know that Hazard never played an El Clasico? <laughs> yeah, it's like three years, isn't it? Yeah, three, he never played an El Clasico. Like it's bad. It's it is it's it is shocking. And I, look, and that's I got one. I got one. I got one. Uh-oh. No, no, I don't. I don't actually. Who are you thinking? I was gonna say Coutinho, but he was never that. Of what's the <laughs> I'm just like what? bro, like he, that, like bro. They paid 140 million euros for him, and then they yes, loaned he's, him. He's, he's, he's then they loaned him to Bayern. 
<laughs> I'll just say it like that's 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 pretty bad. If we're going by like I how beg. much we how if, if, if we're going by how much you were bought for, um that one's that one's pretty bad. But yeah, hazard it's how would I word what's in my mind? It's the difference between what you would need. No, what's it's um, in my mind, it's like want versus need. And I feel like a would want versus need is, is where I'm going. Someone like Cristiano Ronaldo needs to be good at football and does everything required to try to be good at football. The ball didn't touch him. He made Portugal like like he the FIFA had to go to technology that's never been used before to make sure that the ball didn't just glance a piece of hair on his head to make like Harry Kane. Remember the goal that Spurs had to go like get for him? Like, did it touch him? Did it not touch him? Those kinds of players need football and they need to be good. For Hazard, it's more like I would want to play, but I don't need to play. I'm just here because I'm good. But the the day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year dedication that would require me or, or that, that, that is required for me to extend my level or to maximize my talent, I don't think he was ever willing to put the effort in. No. And, and everyone, not, I don't know if everyone, but like, let me just be point uh, to the point. Samuel Eto'o put out the more damning thing, at least in my mind, where he was like, we trained with Chelsea. He was trash in training. And I tried to tell him, like, bro, you're going the way of Ronaldinho, where, like, you know, you're, you're, you're not giving everything of yourself that you could. Like, you're not putting everything into the game that and um, that – that you could. But then he was like, bro, like when, when, when we played the games, he was actually really good. So like, you can't really talk to him too much, but now that you're 30, 31. And if we add on top of that, the way that you played, which was number one, you're playing in the Premier league, you're playing in a, uh, a very contact heavy style of football. It's, it's not like even Messi, like he dribbles, but he dribbles in the right areas of the pitch mm. to where he doesn't, he, he isn't abused in the way that maybe Neymar and Hazard are. I, 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 I would say like he, Messi's dribbling style is a little bit more intelligent where he knows if I let, let me get into the box. Let me get into areas where they won't foul me, essentially. Hazard and Neymar have put their bodies on the line. Like there's a reason they get foot injuries, ankle injuries, the torque that you need, the, the amount of tackles. If, if you play like that, to extend your career to 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, and I would like people to name how many great wingers or just wide players of, of Hazard's ilk have extended their career into the late 30s. I'm, I'm thinking like players like Robin, but he had his injuries. Ribéry, he had his injuries. Like there, there aren't many I can think of that have extended their career that long. But if you're going to, you have to have the professionalism element added that Eto kind of scolded, I guess, Hazard about. And he just never had it. And, I mean, it. <laughs> Chelsea made... <laughs> it's almost the perfect transfer for Chelsea. Like, they made 100 million euros. 
<laughs> it was bad goods, bro. Um, and it's sad. And then when he was fit, and I'll shut up here, like when he was fit, and he did get back to I think a uh, a place where he could play at Real Madrid. In the intervening period, when the time that you couldn't play, there's a Brazilian kid who's like, you're not getting my spot, G. And his name is Vinicius Jr. So even where I feel like this season, people were saying, Eden Hazard is going to come in, he's going to play well, blah, blah, blah. Are you really going to bench Vinicius to test Eden Hazard? No. <laughs> it's just sad, man. I mean, I, th- I think just, just, just lastly, is like, you know, how, how, how will history remember Hazard? That was the key thing. With the remembering of like, man, what an amazing talent when he was at his best in the Premier League. And look at what he did in that 2018 World World Cup. Or, man, the guy went to Real Madrid and completely wasted his, his peak, peak years. wasn't His peak wasn't long enough. It was really, he, like, he was really good. Like, if you go back and you look at Lille and the early Chelsea years when he was wearing 17, he was really good. He was a really, really, really good player. But he peaks... In 2018, 2019, basically the Sari season where they win Europa League and then the World Cup or the it was the World Cup and then that season. The peak wasn't long enough. He'll always be a Chelsea legend and maybe history will be kind to him. Like the latter years of his career might seed into the background. But because it's at Real Madrid, I really doubt that because of how many people just support and care about Real Madrid as, a, as an entity. In the moment right now, it's not great. But I think, you know, give it 10, 15 years, people are going to go back and look at how he spun Coquelin and the gold against West Ham. And, you know, he had the moments. He had really, really good moments. But it just, the peak of like, bro, he really tapped into what he could have been. It was like that. It was very fleeting because it was a year. (laughs) Bro, it started in, in the World Cup in 18 and then it ended that next summer. Yeah, no, 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 no. Zad lasted a year. <laughs> it's a year. It was one year. It, again, it's just, it just, it makes me sad. It it shows the the difference in levels also between Chelsea and Real Madrid. Yeah, Chelsea were happy to let him play himself into shape, essentially, <laughs> and just you can be a bit chubby. And even with William, they did this. You can be a bit chubby. August and September. But by the time we get to November, December, January, you'll be in shape. With Madrid, where he when he showed up, and I'll always say this, Chelsea's darker kits might have spared him a little bit. <laughs> but when you put on that white, and yeah, white kind man, of exposes... Do you, do you remember when he wore the 50 in preseason? <laughs> Bruh. I was looking at it. Like, you can't do this. Like, M- Madrid fans even... Remember when they were calling Benzema fat? It's it's the kids, it's the kids, and also, but I, I don't know. I've I've had like an investigative team. I'm still living on the conspiracy <laughs> that someone at Real Madrid tried to screw him over with the dieting or something. So I'm still working on something. So I mean, no, no they, basically, they, no, no, basically, that Hazard doc is going to be interesting, man. So retired from international football at least at 31. I I don't know where he goes to next, bro. If Saudi Arabia is handing out 200 million year contracts. <laughs> You might be get able to get money. fifty. You might Let's be able get to get money. fifty. Yeah, man. Anyway. Nah, come on, he, 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 get one ten, one twenty. Can push <laughs> yeah, if you want to be used by, you know, a, a regime, you know, go okay. For it. Well, let's let's not. <laughs> this has been the Talking Texas podcast. My name is Daniel. Have to, where, where, where can people get you? 
around footballhot.com. All right. We will catch you guys on the flip. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.